Rap Simmons on my shoes. I will never lose, I will never lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I give a fuck what you feel like. I am real, that's a real life. Fly the road, they try to kill time. Close your eyes and I will still shine. My bitch trying to play me, she crazy. I'm fucking models on the daily. Anyway, nigga, choose. What's shaking, y'all? It's your boy Dub. And welcome back to another episode of the Path That Prime Podcast. I'm joined with my esteemed host, here with the Coles Brothers. Go ahead, gentlemen, introduce yourselves. It's your boy Malcolm Coles, aka Combs. Uh, Combs914 on all platforms, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Snap, you already know. I like your boy. With Coles, hop me on uh, Instagram, Marcus underscore Costanza. Hit me on uh on Twitter, um, Clooney Clobane. Let's get it. And you can follow me at Dubs on Deck on Instagram and on Twitter. That's Dubs underscore on underscore Deck. And as always, follow the podcast on Instagram at Past Their Prime Five. Follow us on Twitter at Past Their Prime. And you can send us anything via email, any business uh, inquiries, any questions. Uh, you can send that to Past Their Prime Five at gmail.com. Gentlemen, how how was y'all weekend? It's been a while. It's been a while. How's everything been? Feel like we got a lot to talk about. It's been good, man. I had a little quiet weekend. Went down to Philly Friday night. Gave a couple of niggas some work in 2K. What mm-hmm. else is new? Yeah. What, what else is new, right? Every every weekend it's a Philly they, trip. They're calling it the massacre in Westchester right now. So they're calling it the what happened, what happened that Friday night in 2K. <laughs> these, these poor fools. So you went down to Philly. Poor fools. some cats in 2K. And streets don't love you like I do. <laughs> <laughs> we was we was some butt club lounge bar. It was butt, legit butt, <laughs> legit the worst bar I've ever been to in my life. This was in Philly. This is not Philly. This no, was... this is like outside of Philly. It's called oh, okay. uh, Westchester, PA, in that exact town called Phoenixville. This town should be burnt yeah. to a crisp. <laughs> There's nothing worth a, a shit. It sounds real. This is this, real is, the, this is the only town that's a house of Kyle Quinn basketball camp. This town right here. <laughs> it should be New York. I'll leave Kyle Quinn <laughs> and his camp alone. Like, it should be New York. Kyle Quinn did nothing to y'all. Leave him alone. Like, Take that bullshit to Phoenixville. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> y'all crazy. What up, Combs? What about you, young man. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, coming with a fresh day of softball Sunday. You know. Um, another bomb dropper? Any bombs nah, today? No bombs today. Made some great defensive plays though in the field. Okay. Game winning catch to be exact. Uh, <laughs> this guy flexing. <laughs> I, I got to, you know. Um, he took he had a couple bombs today. Y'all made back to back. Second and third inning. Dropped two bombs back to back. You know, quick four RBIs. You know, we won, we won some light. Some light. There's won no two footage. games. There's no footage in no this. Footage, no, no footage. No footage. Nah. So y'all need to meet out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. the camera man. You did the camera guy. You all here bullshitting. We got and two I, W's though, you know. I had some things to do this morning, fellas. As you should, you right, man. I had some things to do, man. Okay, I hear that. I hear that. Man, with the church, you got two W's. Of course, God fair, man. Church is more. God fair, man. Thank the Lord, man. Give my praises. God fair, man. Nothing wrong with that. And as always, you can follow the podcast, as I said, on Instagram and Twitter, and also subscribe to the podcast via iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud. In today's episode, we're gonna run down. A uh, little recap of UFC 214, John Jones versus Cormier. We saw that fight last night. Uh, we're going to talk a little NBA, talk about Kyrie, and talk about Melo as far as their trade drama is concerned. And uh, our resident NFL analyst Combs will uh, give us some hot takes as far as NFL camps are concerned. 
So uh, we'll start with the most recent. Last night we saw uh, UFC 214 in Anaheim, California. Uh, John Jones versus uh, Daniel Cormier. And uh, John Jones came out the victor with a third round knockout. Uh, nice kick to the head of uh, Daniel Cormier to uh, put him in a nice little concussion. And uh, he secured the light heavyweight title last night. So uh, and this is after, what, a two-year suspension, I believe? He had a two-year suspension. Was it? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Or one, year, one, year. one year. Okay. Well, I'm he sorry. had a suspension, and then he was supposed to fight him last year, and he got suspended again. And then he got suspended. Okay. Exactly. So it did. So, oh, so oh, it kind of was two years. I'm just saying. No, yeah, and I understand. Okay, so I mean, I mean, what was your takeaway from the fight, fellas? I mean, well, I mean, my we were all together away. watching the fight. You know, we were all. Uh, that is true. We shout, all, out, shout out to Burke's Pub. Yeah. Bronx River Road, Westchester Bar. You know, shout out. Yeah. They, they accommodated all of them, everyone from the past their prime. Uh, oh, podcast. Oh, for real. The, the podcast. The whole Patrick family. family. Yeah, yes. even people. They accommodated everyone. Oh, you know that, was nice. that was great. Stuff for young guys. And <laughs> and we got a chance to watch uh, the goat of MMA, mm. John Jones. The he's I think he solidified it last night. Well, well, hold on. Before we go, goat. I mean, there's a there's a, there's a uh, potential super fight coming up. No, Brock is for his first. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh yeah, now we getting. We was getting. I was just giving him his accolades. Giving the man his proper due. All right. But um. Like I said, you watched the GOAT last night, John Jones. I think he was actually down in the card. Going when, to the second, going third, round. third round. I think uh, it could have been 1-1. One, one. I know DC definitely won second round. One. He definitely won the second he round. Second round. They the card might have been, he might have been up 2-0 DC on some people's eyes. Might have been. But John, definitely not. The first round, he certainly did not yeah, he win. Didn't win the first round. He, the no. first round, okay, he got right, no. completely dominated yeah. by right. John Jones. He didn't win the first round. John Jones true. kept him at bay with the short mm -hmm. kicks, with the jabs. True, true, true. Cormier yeah. barely got some. What Cormier did in the first round, he landed about maybe one or two. Like, nice hits would made you go, ooh. Mm -hmm. He did more of that in the second in round, which is why round, I think yeah. he won the second round. Yeah. I agree with y'all on that. Mm -hmm. the and then, round. obviously, we know what happened in the, the third, third round. round. The third out. round, it was back. So, going, but, into the, going into the third round, leading up to that kick of the head, it was, it was a solid, even match. I felt you right, one-on-one. And, and Cormier, he was doing good. He didn't seem like he was wearing out like he did in the first time they fought. Well, so, that the third was round good. Did. Right, right, and the second, well, you know, second round, he was getting a little tired. I was going to say, that's good. what happens when John throws all those kicks and... All those fake kicks and everything. Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna maybe slip up. He, as you saw, he reached down and and John went high. When he go low, John went high and mm. bang, it lights bang. out. So literally lights out. That was literally my take on that. Um, awesome fight. Awesome finish. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome finish. I did enjoy and, that fight. And, and that was the only good fight of the night. We were talking about UFC 214 in general. Exactly. Cyborg had a great fight. Best fight of the um, night, probably. But not, not but most most impressive performance. Most impressive performance, of course. Completely dominating that whoever she was. That library. I don't know if she gonna get the Rousey. The Rousey. If they could get the Rousey fight, that would be nice. At this I point, I don't even want to see it anymore. He might do a Holly Holm. Her At this point, Holly I don't even want to see Ronda versus her. At this right. point, if I, yeah. that that's mainly just because of her name Ronda, not because of her actual champ? the feel the woman cyborg champ. that was. Oh, okay. Tyrone, yeah, Tyrone's champ now. But I heard trying to get a Woodley versus uh, Tyrone Biggum, your boy. Tyrone versus <laughs> Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, if, if Conor, when when Conor does come back to MMA, that after Conor gets beat up by Floyd Mayweather, but this say, might have say, say, say it say it properly. When after Conor gets beat up by Floyd. <laughs> And he did, and he comes back to and returns MMA. to his rightful place in the he UFC. Will, he most likely would fight um, Tyrone. But unfortunately for him, even though he won, it wasn't those um, entertaining bout. So he may not Dana may not want to give that fight to him because any fight with Conor is more. It's not just a fight spectacle. It's the most eyes on. It's gonna be the most eyes on event, whatever that day is. Do you want a, a boring fight like Tyrone 
I mean, my thing is Conor would make that fight exciting. So I mean, you're just you're putting a great fighter versus the person who's gonna draw the 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 crowd, draw the views. So I mean, yeah, it's, but, it still makes for a good fight. But people like us, like we we actually enjoy watching people fight. So like, yeah. I don't mind watching them dominate uh, takedowns and they do actually. I, I don't mind that. But for the casual fighter, they don't want to see someone try to take you down for like the entire fight. All you doing, you're, you're, all you doing. But that is wasn't crazy. that's not Willie's style though. Willie wants to have a slugfest, and honestly, that would be a perfect match I think for him and Conor. Think so? Yeah. Okay. Just want to stand there and throw punches. I mean, I want to see it. I don't Willie know if they want to see it. is great at defending the takedown. But no, you see he's famous for is not what the fans want to see. It's what Dana White wants to see. That's, <laughs> a fact. That's what it's about. It's not what we care about. What does Dana White want to see? What does he personally want to see? Well, I actually hope he wants to see what uh, you alluded to earlier. Is this John Jones versus Brock Lesnar. Mm. John Jones, at the end of his fight, was talking about, um, you know, whoever wants, you know, we could talk about weight classes, just come and see me. He's ready to fight. And then we seen uh I, well we I just seen today that uh, exact quote say the exact quote man I mean I don't I don't have it in front of me that's why if you, who has the exact quote Brandon exact bring it up exact quote if I made so myself is uh be Brock careful Lennon's, what you wish for young man remember the John Joe quote oh so, the John Joe quote was uh if you want to get your ass kicked by a man that's forty pounds lighter than you come, come see, see me. me in the octagon there it was that's what John Joe and then Brock Lesnar and then Brock Lesnar responded with the uh, be careful what you wish for young man young man. So that's that's a blockbuster fight that I'm actually I would I would love to see that as far as the UFC is concerned. Love Facts. to see it. That's probably the biggest fight they have right now brewing. Yeah. Facts. Unless it's like right. unless Connor was to go up or someone's go down or go up, but right now the biggest two stars they yeah. have are those two besides Connor. Especially since um there isn't really another competitor it seems like for John Jones. Yeah. I mean we saw the guy that's the number three seed in no, the light heavyweight. It, no, yeah, he lost those. The guy he lost no, about sixty. No. Oh. The guy was, was upset. Oh, was upset. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No time or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is. Some white guy. Some white guy from Switzerland or Czechoslovakia. Somewhere. Where, his where his name is No from. Time. He's in that Brazilian area. He go like this, but he knocks you out. Yeah. Like that. Knocks you out. No time. <laughs> he like, no time. Yeah. That's hard. You get the No Time. <laughs> for the guy, the number three fighter, I forgot what the name was. He's like someone half black. Somewhere in the Brazilian area. He's like thirty years old. So for him, I think the time is up. After you get knocked out in, in the first round, 55 seconds, and you're 35, 35, I know, um, 35, I know yeah. Gustafson, Alexander Gustafson called out John Jones mm -hmm. for those. They had, and they had the fight of the year, um, I believe that was three years ago, that fight. Gustafson for John Jones. And that was the fight of the year, I think 2014. They won five rounds, bloodbath. And I know a lot of people scored Gustafson winning. John Jones won on the decision, but it was an amazing fight. So yeah. they could have another fight again. They could have another one to rematch it, do number two, but here for it. The here one we're all here for is John and yeah. Brock, Brock that, That's what's next up. So John Brock Jones, last congrats to you for yeah. securing that light heavyweight title. And uh, we you know we look forward. Stay off the cocaine. Stay yeah. away from the prostitutes. Don't and, party too hard this weekend. You know, just just be humble. Yeah, mm -hmm. be humble. Enjoy yourself, <laughs> but be humble. For real. Let's not get caught mm -hmm. doing anything crazy. Let's not get crazy. Don't don't let this Burger Cormier get a get a title run for do nothing. All right, don't let it happen. Yeah, and I and I guess we can shout out to Cormier. He, yeah, he, yeah, Cormier. he, he did put shout up. Shout to Cormier. Yeah. You know, despite the tears at the you end know. of the fight, you know, you people clowned you. I mean, it was kind of funny in the moment, but I mean, it was a lot of hard blood, sweat, and tears that he put into that fight. Yeah. And you know, and it seems like at this point, at this point in um his career, it seems like it's probably retirement's on. The, yeah, yeah. There's he, what was he nineteen and two, nineteen and three now. So I mean. No, 19, 19 and two. Oh, nineteen and two. Yeah. Okay. No, two I found surprising the the fan support for John Jones. The support at the well, I just be at the bar last night. The support for John Jones True. to me is amazing because you would think that in this in a time like this, in society liking the good old boy, the good old like does what he does, does what he's told. 
you think white people would wouldn't really love a badass like John Jones, a black guy, young black guy, just, just do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> but it's not that MMA fans are different though. Yeah, like, he does yeah. appreciate him being the best of all time. Exactly. The same way like they can uh, separate the all facts all outside out the octagon or whatever. Facts, facts. And they don't really care what happens out the octagon. Any octagon, he defended light heavyweight championship eight times, I think. You're right. And. No need to address that fucking clown army outfit last night trying to shush people during uh during Bon Jovi <laughs> during John Joe's like, yeah. You gotta calm down, bro. You lucky you didn't shush us. You lucky when you did shush us, those fucking white people in the background, which was funny though. Like, hey you, back up, shut up. <laughs> yeah, nah, that guy was funny. That guy was funny. You get tight, you like, oh, no one cared what to say? No, nigga. Watch that shit out on YouTube at home. Word. You can definitely watch it the next time. Try to celebrate the fight. Or Instagram five minutes later. Fucking bozo. Alright, so we'll transition uh, to the NBA. We'll talk a little, uh, some trade talk. Uh, obviously, the hottest thing on the market right now is Kyrie Irving and Carmelo Anthony, where both of them will go. They could possibly be teamed up in a trade if uh, the Knicks and the Cavs do decide to do something. So, I mean, as far as uh, possible, we've, we've uh, heard possible destinations. I want to hear your guys' personal takes. Where do you think is the best place for Kyrie Irving to go? That's that's question number one. The, pe- the best place, place? The best place for Kyrie to go out of the teams that he says he's interested in. San Antonio, uh, New York, uh, Timberwolves, and okay. I forgot the fourth one. Of, what did he say? I think Phoenix, was it? Phoenix, yes. Phoenix. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So out of those... Uh, no, no, San Antonio also. San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I the best place for him to go is where he's at right now. Let's <laughs> say what he's saying. But, okay. but I would say the best place for him would either be Minnesota or the Spurs. I feel like those two places can um, truly use what he does best to the advantage. Now, the best place for Kyrie to go is New York. That's where he wants to go. He, he had, I, honestly, this is why I, I truly believe that Kyrie sees Westbrook and like, I want that. I want to be the MVP of the league. I want to be able to do whatever the fuck I want. I think I can also average like some crazy numbers if I had the opportunity. He wants to go to New York. Because he wants to be in the biggest market, but should, and you know what? For him, it makes sense. It's a great business deal. He already has like number two or three, number number three Nike selling sneaker. There is, I think I know it's up there. Sneaker sells. sells. He has mad colorways and all these special um, giveaways and shit. So the sneakers selling. Kids love Kyrie. He'd be huge in New York, and in today's NBA, you know what? Him and KP. I do like that. I don't. I don't love it though, because like I like it though. I like it. I don't love it. I like it for like consecutive playoff runs, like being a good quality team. I like it for that. But I don't know what it is. I see KP as something special. I think he can't be special if Kyrie's there. He can be good, but he can't be special to point guard like Kyrie. That's my biggest problem with Kyrie coming because here. Because Kyrie's not a point guard. My biggest, yes. I mean, <laughs> like you said, the best case scenario for, I guess, a team, like you said, would be the Timberwolves or the Spurs. But it seems like he wants to go to New York a lot because, yeah. of course, of money, opportunity. The problem with that is that the Knicks can't build around him because the money's already tied up with Hardway and Noah and Courtney no, 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 no. If they get, if they, if they get, if they trade him for Melo. Well, then you could, the other pieces you can move except for Noah. You can't move Noah, but you could trade other pieces though. Like you trade. You're gonna take stuff back though. You're right. We're not like we wouldn't build this year. You wouldn't want to just trade Courtney Lee for a salary dump. Like he's still a serviceable player. Well, what I'm saying is this: like, how good if they make a trade right now? How good do you think Knicks will be this year? If they make that trade for Melo for for Kyrie, they playoff team or are they still building toward the future? If you had Melo, Harway Jr. No, you're trading Melo. I mean, I'm not excuse me. If you had Kyrie, Harway Jr., KP, KP, who's the small forward? 
doesn't matter. Because Lance, 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 no, Lance Thomas, right? Lance Thomas, I guess. Okay. Lance, that KP, team could sneak into the playoffs. In a, in a bad East, that team could sneak in there. Which isn't really best for us because I'd rather get a top draft pick. Yeah. Exactly. To add to Porzingis and Kyrie. And it's all hinges on that guy, Frank. I don't know what Frank is. Oh, they had Nick and Nick Salino. Frank, no, 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 well, it all, hinges, it all hinges on how well does Kyrie and Porzingis gel. That might take some time, though. It might take some time. It will. It will take time. It will definitely so take time. But I think, but know what? They, they're talented enough where they they'll, they'll do a typical Nick. They'll, they'll do what Nick's do. They'll be bad, but not bad enough. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem. We're always putting bandies on shit. Like, we don't just be bad. Like, no, exactly. the difference between winning a couple games and not winning those games is fucking like um, Jack, Josh Jackson. That's this, that's the difference. Or a fucking, um, what's the point guard Sacramento just drafted? My boy. Darren Fox? Yeah, or Fox. That's the difference. I can't say that because we had a chance to get Dennis Smith Jr. You're right. You're right. Or Malik Monk. That's in a deep draft, though. But most drafts, like, at the top five, is quiet for a superstar I mean, talent. This, this is a very good draft. That was a very good draft. And Knicks fucked it up. We, well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's an asterisk. Well, it looks like they fucked it up. It looks like it. We got the dark of the draft. We didn't see Monk yet either. We got the dark of the draft, right? That's what it's like. That's what it's like. That's what it's like. All right, so let's let's not stray too far away. So let's get into Melo as far as his destination. Melo, we seen um, what we seen Houston, Houston, and we seen uh, the Clippers. Uh, it's over. Oh, the, yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, that's pretty much Houston. It seems like right now. And how 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 likely is that looking? I mean, because we haven't we've been hearing the talks for for weeks now, but no trigger has been pulled. But is it is it a matter of a package not being put together? Like, what pieces do each side have to move in order to make you know this this possible? It seems like, well, well, the Knicks conundrum right now is that they can't. They're trying to make the Kyrie deal, anyone make the Melo deal, but they can't trade the. All those draft picks, you know what I'm saying? You can't give away. Which is what they're famous for. That's what that's, 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 that's what I think. That's what I think the problem is right now. You can't give away next year's draft pick to Cleveland for Kyrie, and give away the 2019. Because I did see a package well, like that. The main problem is that Melo's involved in both those trades. If you trade Melo, one, no, one, no, that's not true. He, he wouldn't be involved with Kyrie trade. He, you have to bring Melo. Well, I don't think Cleveland would want Melo back. They would. You're not. You're not getting Kyrie. I'll get him Melo. Melo's part of the deal. Their big, I think their biggest goal would be to get like Frank and Hernan Gomez and draft picks. I mean, most things I've heard as far as the trade are, it's going to be a three-team deal, so they're yeah. going to have to pull in another team you to can make pull this happen. Every, every, if you can pull it off, that's that's incredible. But, but I don't think it is. That's what I'm saying. LeBron that, that, wants Melo. If, if you're if you're trading Nick, LeBron wants Melo back. The Melo doesn't want to go to Cleveland if LeBron's not going to stay there for a second. Year. You're right. But that's that's a whole different story, though. That's a but, whole different story because Melo has an opt out at the end of this year. If LeBron leaves, he can leave well. He's a free agent, leaving at 28 million. On well, the then what is it? You want to win or money? I ain't even 28 million. You already got see. I mean, got the we'll, money, we'll, bro. we'll see. It depends. Twenty-eight million. That, Yo, nigga, it's a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> lot of money. He had the money though. He's got. He got paid. How much money you got? Twenty-eight million. Okay, but put that in the back pocket. How long million MA for? I don't care. Wait, like you're like twelve for him. Yeah, you're thirteen. Twenty-twelve. You're telling me you're trying to twenty-eight million. Yo, so, you're gonna get. You're, you're gonna get a nice sum. Not gonna get that, but you're gonna get a nice sum anywhere. Run anywhere you go. Plus endorsements. He'll get that the year after though. It's hard to sneeze at twenty-eight. He'll get that the year after though. It's hard to just sneeze. I understand. He's made twenty-five million before. He made. Yeah, no, I. You made twenty-five million. He's only been in the conference finals once in his MA career. Like. All your friends in championships at this point, personally. True. Chris Paul's in championships. All right, but the other friend, D Wade, you're you four, you four best friends, and two of them got chips. Chris Paul's talking mad shit. Talking mad shit. Talking mad shit. D Wade and LeBron talking mad shit. I'm like, hey, go go, go, go with my blunt. 
<laughs> that's what you are. I don't believe doing that. Who's my brother? I don't believe doing that. It's very disrespectful. Go be my drink. I don't, uh, I don't think they think treat him like that. They're not treating him like that. You're being disrespectful now. He's on the banana boat. I love that much. He's the first one on the banana boat. He took the picture. He didn't want to go on the banana boat. He took the picture. He was allowed on the banana Gabby, you took his spot. He was allowed on it. He wanted to get on Gabby, you know, was like, hold on, I got more reason to I'm on the boat. Cut it out. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Cut it out. I'm on the boat. mad dirt on the whole thing right now. Yeah, come on. I'm not. Talk about Melo and his trade. Like, I mean, what what is Melo's trade value looking like? Is his trade value up? I mean, he had a decent season last season. You know what's funny about Melo's trade value? Because, like, I'm sure a lot of teams want him. Players want him. He can't. He's not going there. He doesn't want to go there. The trade is low because he dictated he wouldn't go two teams. No. He traded his dirt low. He only wants to go one team. He only wants to deal with one team. But you saw Portland move Allen Crab already. That's just to facilitate. Say, yeah, Portland that's is. That's only to facilitate the trade. I don't know why Portland was to help Houston for. They're not helping Houston. They want to get out of the Allen Crab contract. True, but they're helping. <laughs> they're Houston, that but they're helping. They're, they're, they're creating a space to help Houston do a three way trade. And Ryan Hansen is so better than what they got out at Power Forward. Like we go Bombay over here. Yeah, but I don't want to get the mellow. Oh, I don't want to get the mellow. They're, they're directly my my this way. You're better, Leonard, Ryan is better than Leonard. Ryan's is better than Myers Leonard. I understand that, but but Houston's directly important is like way become better. But if Ryan Anderson makes you a better team, why are you worried about Houston? But Melo makes them even better team. All right, but Ryan you can't Anderson, get someone better than Ryan Anderson though. I wouldn't help them things out. I'm not helping you yep. get a top twenty-five you never know, player. You never know how they're gonna gel or injuries or anything like. I'm not helping you get top twenty-five player. And and the story. You never if know. We're in Facebook right now, and you're for, and you're right in front of me, Combs. I'm not helping you make a trade get better player. Just I'm getting an okay player. I'm not helping you get a B because I get fucking I, like I hear twelve saying, But all right, from I'm not doing from, that. From 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 standpoint, it's all about just getting better than we were last year. And that Ryan is gonna make him better than we were last year. Would would he? Ryan and, and Nurkic. A, no, I guess he would. With Turner and Lillard. But what and they McCollum. do, but for what they do, I don't know because they're a tough up team. They're, they they have to be tough up front because they have their backcourt is fucking sweet. They beat you up. They beat you up with those big uglies up front. And Ryan Anderson don't fit that. He tries to stand on the pain. What the hell is my benefit? Yeah. The, the the three. Big I want him on next. I want him on next. If you got that trade, I told you. Like, yeah, I love talking about give the me, Knicks. Give me, give me a seven footer that can shoot three, three points at thirty seven. The Knicks are lost cause, man. Just, just choke the Knicks up, man. You're right. <laughs> it's not, it's not, Why are you talking about right? You know, stop, stop painting us. I'm talking about. We're talking about the Knicks. We you know it's not, not right now. They're gonna have their time. They're well, gonna have the their Yankees, time. Though. We got the Yankees right now, right? My spirits are high. My spirits are high, ladies and gentlemen. So now we talk uh, NFL training camps are uh, on the way. Uh, like actually, that, training, yeah, training camps are actually starting this week. So I'm going to turn it over to our resident NFL analyst, Combs. You know, give us give us your uh, hot takes thus far. Well, you know, um, we'll start with the Jets, I guess. Of course, you know this is a New York based podcast, so of course we got to start with. And Niner. he's a, a Jets Jets fan. Fan. resident Jets fan, the only Jets fan. I'm a Yankee fan. But you know, this year for the Jets, um, I'll start here because uh, I don't even know what the Jets what to say positive about the Jets. I mean, in a league like NFL, like I always say, we don't have to tank to uh, get a good quarterback or good players. The Jets seem destined for tanking, trying to trust the process like Philadelphia Saints do. But it's 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 not looking good this year. The old line's okay. D line should be good up front. I like Jamal Adams. Um, 
this Hackenberg and Petty battle and McCown battle talk about the Burger of the Year award. <laughs> the Hackenberg, Petty, the and McCown. I couldn't even imagine writing that on the, on the on the white Ouija board with the with the, for the depth chart. That's your three names. All I know is that I'm not drafting a defense this year because I'm just pick I'm whatever defense is playing against the Jets. I'm yeah, picking that week. I know. <laughs> I know one of those is right. It's a good black man in Todd Bowles that probably has nightmares every <laughs> night looking at that depth chart at running at, at quarterback. Like, Good lord, Hackenberg. <laughs> this is the guy we dropped over Dak Prescott. This is the guy, Hackenberg. Come on now. Was he part of that um, green room? Who? Uh, um, the, the back coach, I forgot his name, Foles. He was in the, he was in the process. Well, he helped. He but, helped Hacken, but no, the guy, our GM, Mike McCagnan, has a, has a wet spot for Hackenberg, it seems like. Wet spot. He, uh, he, he enjoyed him when he was in time. Remember, uh, he was in Houston mm -hmm. with Bill O'Brien, the coach used to coach at Penn State, who um, had Hackenberg. And raved about him, and he was good with Bill O'Brien. But Bill O'Brien, of course, is a great coach. That's why he's in the NFL now, coaching Texans, a good team. And McCagnan thought that Bill O'Brien, you know what I'm saying, talked him up so much, he took him. Hackenberg, it seems like. And that's, where, that's where that came from. Tragic. That's where, that's where Hackenberg even on the Jets in the first place. But that's, that's the, the biggest problem with the Jets, I guess. I, I like a number. I know it was alright. Bilal Powell, Forte. Not, that ain't the worst. The old line's okay. Right, next, next team. Yeah, I, I just don't think that's a solid dreadful. enough offense to put around right, any, any of those three quarterbacks that you named. It's going to be so, terrible. You know, that's, that, right. that's, what, that's what it just kind of bothered me up with all. No, he's, okay. he's pretty good. He's okay. I like, I like his style of play. He's great technique. They stick, right? He's ter terrible. All these flattering words. Is this what we want to say? They suck. <laughs> They do so. Next team. <laughs> they do so. I think you told another team in um, New York, please. That's what we're going to get to the good yes. team. Yeah. The team with Super Bowl aspirations. The, the New Eagles? York football. Whoa. This is my problem with this guy. You want to roll the Jets, you want to play Eagles over Whoa, whoa. We're gonna, we, we compete. We're competitive, right? We're competitive. Yeah, okay. Stop it. We got Blout, we got, uh, uh, Blout this year. We got um, Alshon Jeffrey. Moose Stonehand, Jordan Matthews to the two slot. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is Zach Ertz's year. You never know. Ertzy. Ertzy. Yo. Glad boy Carson Wentz. My boy. Got some, we got some talent here, man. Watch your lip. We ain't those dead, those dead <laughs> niggas out there in the other green team. The other team in green. We ain't I'll, them. I'll give you that much. You are better than the Jets. God. It's embarrassing the, the to be colors, you guys. <laughs> the lack of talent on the New York roster is awful. It's embarrassing to be colors, you guys. But change your color jersey. Talking to another team in your division, a team you guys play twice a year, the New York Football Giants. Mm, actual Big game. blue. Good. Who probably should have a top five defense, it looks like. Yeah. Two great bookend DNs and Jason Pierre-Paul and Olivier Vernon. We used to wax him in Miami, actually. I know that guy. <laughs> but um, they got uh, Landon Collins, of course, Camardi. Uh, Janoris Jenkins, they seem pretty stacked on defense, Giants. And the, honestly, the only thing that you can talk about the Giants, in my opinion, is this whole Odell Beckham. Should I be the highest played player in the league? Not receiver, not uh, specialty players in the whole league, including quarterbacks. Overall player, yeah. He needs to be the highest paid player. But don't delve too much into that because you said you're we'll going to that for yeah, the yeah. You, got, you got more stuff on that all later. You know, good old hot takes. But just looking at Big Blue, I guess, on offense, you got Brandon Marshall. Fresh from his uh, year off with the Jets. Sleeper alert. He took a year off last year. Got the knees right. You know, he's back on the Giants now. You got Sterling Shepard. My boy, young Sterling. Second year. See him being a model now. <laughs> young Chanel Iman, you know. Got his name up. A little fame up. <laughs> you know. You got uh, the running game for the Giants is what my mm. biggest question is for them. Mm. 
with a man named Paul Perkins. It's amazing they still haven't got a, like an actual uh, Shane back. Vereen. They got Shane Vereen. Yeah, that's a couple band-aids, you know downs. what I'm saying? Yeah. Pass catching downs. Yeah, he's good for that. Yeah, good for that. And if the question would be if Paul Perkins can take over as a lead spot with mm -hmm. one through three downs, you know. Mm -hmm. If Perkins can run the ball effectively, a lot of fantasy points right there. The old line, which isn't that bad, Eric Flowers is bad. We're gonna get into fantasy. You know? I, I, I hear you keep you, you keep a lot plugging of fantasy. fantasy, like, fantasy points. The old line, we're gonna get into that. The Giants' old line isn't bad. Hugh is good. Weston Richburg is good, but Eric Flowers is awful. If he can not be awful and just be maybe uh, decent, decent, then the Giants should go places. You know, so um, that's my take on the Giants. They're definitely being. I think they'll. I'll say it now. Are they gonna win the, the, it's gonna hurt. They're gonna, gonna, gonna win their division. They're gonna win the division. Okay. It hurts me to say that. Let's not get too They're gonna win the division. Quick to jump the gun. I'm just saying. The Eagles are alive. The NFC is the Washington's pretty good. Stop, got better. Stop it. You see, I wouldn't start right there. At least start with the Cowboys. If you're gonna talk about let's not I'm get not done. Work. Of course you got the Cowboys. I'm just saying don't start with the Eagles and the Redskins. They did improve. You're gonna prove an argument. They did improve. They did improve. Both teams improved. Redskins improved. And in that and that and that and that did that division did yeah. the Redskins improve? And that division they got rid of sure hands Garzon, a legit they got, receiver. Yeah. And, they, for, and they brought in my 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 uh, guy my, uh, that elevated my guy. A quarterback turned Jake running back turned wide receiver they to fire. No, let's not get to him first. They elevated my guy, Jay Crowder sleeper. I like Jay Crowder. Little sleep sleep sleep. I like Jameson. And then they signed my, then they signed my guy, guy. T P the real thing. I think you were prior. Considering he's the only guy in Cleveland who could breathe last year, well, but a heart real. They are, yeah. I don't know. I, I only mean, guy who could I don't get too, too much away, Cole. Almost, you said you, you questioned my my uh, my training camp. Um, and you got from from, from observing it or not? But I, I have heard some whispering about how great Cousins and Charles Pryor looking looking so far. First of all, Kirk and Cousins over here. I heard TP had a running side. We'll talk about him later. TP was like, "Hey, yeah, bro, you, you throw a little farther." You throw the fire. I got cousin. it. Get him out of there, Kirk Cousins. So let me, let me let me let me interlude and let me just ask a couple quick uh, takes about a couple a couple NFL teams. So we got to talk about. We'll start with uh, the Raiders backfield. Uh, the Raiders. We got a uh, Marshawn Lynch Marshawn back. He's back smoked. in Old Town. Uh, Jalen Richardson. Well, Jalen Richard back there and DeAndre Washington. How happened? What's your beast mode? Beast mode. Say. Beast mode is activated this year. Oh. Is he going to be the starter come week one? Yes. You got a lousy San Diego team. What do you, what, what, Denver's what are your weak objections? What are your objections for the season? Oakland's winning the division. No, for, for Marshall, uh, Marshall, Marshall Lynch? Uh, 1,000 yards? I don't know. I, I, think think I, think, I don't know. He's definitely going to have like 14 touchdowns. I mean, woo! Yes, I think yeah. I don't the think the yard is going to be. Activated. I was going to say I don't think the yard is going to be up there because Derek Carr is going to be. Fast. He's going to sling it at Paul. Like, he's going to be slinging from it. Fifteen though. yards in, beast mode is yeah. activated. Agreed. And I don't think too many people want to tackle. You know what? My, that's all I'm saying. That's going to take down some production from Crab. Crab should call a lot of like two yards touchdown. Yeah, and Cooper. Yeah, and Cooper. Yes. yes a lot did. of little quick dumps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what Dalvin running. Yeah. That's what beast mode does. Though. That's what beast mode does. People don't want to tackle. That's what I'm going to say. Calm, calm down with your little. When, 20, when yeah. a twenty yard line, that's a business decision right there. If you're a safety, you're <laughs> that's a business decision. Why are you taking Marshall? Do I want to tackle Marshall? No, we're not talking fantasy. That's yeah. gonna be another podcast, sir. Calm down. Not talking back. The guy, no, about, no, the guy no. who wants to, our fellow friend Chris Black, the kid, <laughs> as he wants to, Chris Black. <laughs> the guy who loves talking fantasy football. Got washed by Chris Black in the playoffs. Hold on. Hold on. Now he's itching to get back into it. I got itching. Hold on. Hold on, though. Calm down. Hold on. You, you, Calm down. Hold on. You, you, what was your record in baseball? 
What is Last it, uh, year? 12 and 2? Oh, who had 2 to, though? Who the 2 to? It doesn't matter. Who, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Two, this guy. Two, two smackingtons. Calm down. Calm down. Two smackingtons. Anyway. You're their champ, not my champ. You're certainly not my champp. Not much right. We're gonna continue to go around the league. Let's uh, go to New England, your your rival. Let's yeah. talk about uh, their backfield. They got Mike Gillisley, uh Rex Burkhead, James White, and Deion Lewis. Um, Are we gonna see another just Brady Belichick just using everybody? Yeah, this Gillisley, this Gillisley guy. Uh, he, uh, it's all right. He had a he had a good year in Buffalo. He had a good year Belichick made a move in the offseason to get him. He, must have, he, got, he, got, he got something. Something about He him. got something. Don't want to say. Mm-hmm. They, they the first time Belichick made moves in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I love Wes Volker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Amendola. Sleep, sleep. Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The first yeah. time mm-hmm. old Sneaky here. Bill mm-hmm. been on the trade wires. And now you see this offseason, he got Cooksey, Dwayne Allen, mm-hmm. Gillisley, mm-hmm. Stephen Gilmo. Dwayne Allen. Sleep, sleep. Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm getting sick talking about the Patriots. Right well, okay, I'm yeah, not so, feeling well. I'm not feeling well. <laughs> so let's go to, uh, I'll take you to the last team, the Tennessee Titans. They're, uh, mm-hmm. they're receiving core. Mm-hmm. A lot of receivers in that receiving core. Mm-hmm. Newly acquired Eric Decker. Sleep. My guy, shout out. Uh, Taiwan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Tajay Sharp from last year. This is his second year. And uh, Rashard Matthews. And, and Corey Davis. And Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. And they drafted. Yep. Young so, uh, and we know Mariota. We know he likes to throw it around. He still has a solid backfield in uh, Derrick Henry and mm. um, Don DeMarco. Don DeMarco, my guy. But uh, what's, your, what's your takeaway with that receiving core? I'm huh? liking that Tennessee team a lot. I, I am too. I like them a I lot. I am too. Now, the problem with them be, well, the, excuse me, the problem with, with the, uh, the, <laughs> the problem with them will be. The Texans. That's why I'm already getting scared about. Hey, I see. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to end on the Texans. I didn't want to end on the Titans. We're actually going to end on the Texans. We're that's why I'm where I'm thinking about that beast, the best defensive player in the league, JJ Watt. The man's back. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. And when he gets on the field, he starts rumbling around. Salute the general. That's all I know. <laughs> that's my only problem that's game with the Tennessee Titans because the Texans won the division last year. I know Mariota got hurt, mm-hmm. and maybe the last game of the season, the second last game of the season, yeah. but with 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 the quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who should be the Jets quarterback right now. And and that man JJ coming back, Whew. it's gonna be tough for Tennessee. How so let's actually hurt? let's actually you know what I'm saying? Look at the Colts. Get the Colts are bad there. Yeah, I was gonna say get, um, they still haven't protected the Colts in uh, so. Jacksonville. Mm. Man, Blake Bortles. Don't get me started with Jacksonville. <laughs> we won't. Nah, we, we gonna save them. We gonna Don't save them because mm. we can talk about them all Between day. Between the Colts and Jacksonville, get them out of it. <laughs> We're talking Tennessee and Houston. JJ Watt back in the fold. Jadavian Clowney. It's gonna it's, be a tough defense. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a slugfest. I feel like, and I think Houston's gonna win that slugfest. Yeah, but I, but, I, but I do like I do like Tennessee. It's Corey. I don't know much, much about this Corey Davis guy. I don't know much. I don't about know much him. either. He was taken very high in the draft, so we'll see. And and he could be a famous sleeper. <laughs> sleep sleep. Or he could be a reaper. You don't know. <laughs> You're not sure yet. Fantasy that guy, you know, he's zombie. He drafted Corey Davis because the Tennessee Titans took him in the top five. Maybe he's a beast, and he come out there and gives you. Fantasy Kevin zombie. White, where you at? Dum dum dum. <laughs> First of all, whoa, whoa. Kevin White was doing things until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I had my team. I my bet bench. He was. Doing his thing. On your bench. Yeah, I'm scared of White. I'm scared of White. He's not serious. Kevin White doing things on your bench. Doing what, though? You're not serious. Doing what? Why you put him in the game? First of all, my stars were lit. That's why. Stop bringing him back so let's Stop end it. it. We're gonna end it on the Titans. I mean, I'm sorry, Texans. the Texans, and talk about their uh, quarterback situation. Yes, he brought sir. up the show Watson, and uh, his quarterback competition is obviously with Tom Savage. Uh, they still have uh, DeAndre Hopkins. 
Yes, like you were saying before, Donda Hopkins, the hop. So what is, what's your and, thoughts? And you mentioned that? Tom Savage. Don't worry. Don't mention Tom Savage. Don't mention Tom Savage. The, the matchup's over. Okay. I, I got the call so from there's, Bill. There's no competition. I got the call from Bill. He <laughs> Waddy got it. That's all, that's all. Once I, they play a game next week, I think the first preseason game next Sunday. Watson will come out there, throw a couple. He got it. You know, okay. right? Put it on ice already. D hop back? Right, right in the pen. Is, is, is D hop back? Hmm. Is D hop back with the back Sean to, Watson under center? Is he back to what he did with uh, who was the quarterback now, two years ago? I don't like saying big news around other people in, in the fancy league mm. with me. Oh my god. In goodness. the fancy atmosphere. Mm. There's three people here in the league with me right now. <sighs> but since I am a big fan of football in general, mm. I guess. D Watson and B Hop and D Hop. Hopkins, yeah. they are activated. No, they, they <laughs> are very activated. Oh, they saying. are activated. Besides occasional Will Fuller bomb or the <laughs> Lamar Miller screen to the crib, you know he looks at the end anyway. <laughs> D Hop and Deshaun Watson are activated this year. Mm. And my boy CJ Fedorowicz. Watch out for CJ Fedorowicz. And D Hop is activated. It's all I'm gonna say. But I know I watched Deshaun Watson Kyle. You got to say that. Comb the uh, Titan Whisperer. I'm gonna say, like, <laughs> he gets the guy you've never heard of. Like, he gets the guy you've never heard of. Like, who is this guy? Put him in his lineup. Yep. Titan wow. Carousel there over go. there. Combs and Cumberland. Telling you. All right, That's so we'll, we'll end it on that. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take our first 20 second timeout and we're gonna be back with an alternative facts uh, segment. Stay with us. Pulled off in the ash. ash. Ten holes in the match. match. Only two of them natural. Other eight all plastic. They don't wanna go to college, but they bring intelligent. Make me wanna do the Heisman when I drink the right medicine. Ball player, ball player, in the Himalayas. And we're back with the alternative facts segment, the segment where we kind of debunk all y'all uh, little conspiracy theories and uh, pretty much give y'all the real. So, uh, episode 15, alternative fact number one, Coles Brothers, what's up? Who's going first? We had a combo alternative fact. We had a nice discussion about, uh, you want to go do all Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start it off. The, um, the alternative fact was this NFL pay scale. And the way that quarterbacks are paid more, I guess, excessively more than other players, position players in the league, such as running backs and receivers. And your stance was? And my stance was that I agree on the notion that they should be paid more than the average running back or receiver. But there are special cases that we're seeing now. With Calvin Johnson, we saw it. Adrian Peterson, we saw it. Now we're seeing with Le'Veon Bell, Odell Beckham, and eventually David Johnson, who will be these specialty cases where their money should be on par with at least the lower half of the quarterback discussion. I think with quarterbacks in general. And when you say exactly. lower half, to be honest. The top of the market right now is Derek Carr at $25 million. Yeah, He's signed a deal. So who's a lower... So earlier... I mean, I, um, just to make my, my point, my stance yes. clear, I was on a, I on a fence where I think quarterbacks in general should get paid more, especially players. And the example we used was Ryan Tannehill. That was... He's the lowest paid quarterback under the old, it's 15, the, fifth, the uh, first player that's on the list on the highest paid players is Von Miller, 15. And the lowest of that list of 14 quarterbacks is Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Right before Von Miller, the first player. And so that's where we started at, or our discussions, I guess, or the comparisons. But you could have started, I guess, we could start at Palmer, who's okay. third in the league opinion right now, is getting, I think, 24, 23, something around there. Mm -hmm. um, you got Luck making like 24. Okay. 
a breeze like a breeze he's a quarter he's a champion quarterback yeah cousins second year at the tax salary now so really, you're really signaling out the carson palmer the taylor hills and the lux the cousins and the cousins i guess cousins on his t- salary tax like because i can't so like so you talk about those three quarterbacks like those it's all yes. three quarterbacks like luck carson palmer and Ryan Tannehill. You think so? And you throw Phil Rivers in that category. Phil Rivers, go ahead. Phil Rivers in that category. That's for you, Because you know Flacco got a ring. Now you just, Flacco got a You're just my argument now. So give me, give me more quality players to, to argue. And, uh, but that's the thing. I wasn't talking about the not every player on that. Like, of course, Melvin Gordon isn't as valuable as Phil Rivers to, on that team. Okay, so but, let's, let's, get, let's get to meeting Pete Taylor. You look at so my, Big my, ben my, my main Le'Veon thing was Bell. that <clears throat> I said I believe a Tannehill should get paid more than a, than a David Johnson or Odell Beckham Jr. because the quarterback is the most important position in the field. It is. If David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, or Odell was to get hurt, you're right. You cannot duplicate what they do. But you can come. You can come. You can get a, a, a backup that you can plug who's in. Who's serviceable? Who's serviceable? Yeah. But if a guy Tannehill goes down early in the season, the Dolphins are pretty much done because he's that much better than Matt Moore. Cousin Palmer, I think he is. Cousin Palmer, 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 who's that? Who's that backup? I haven't known the backup since right. who? who who's the backup for yeah, Cousin Palmer. If he goes down, they're done. That's my only argument. They weren't good last year. He ain't doing his they, they weren't bad last year. Dave Johnson had a career year last year. You're right. Like, Cousin Palmer was terrible. You're right. And Cousin Palmer was terrible, but guess what? Guess how much worse they would have been if they didn't have him? I don't know. I can't answer that question because you look at I mean you look at the people towers list, not like, luck hasn't been. Well, look at that. You, been said, you mentioned Phil Rivers. If, if Phil was to get hurt, Drew the State. charges would be awful. That's why, as he, as, as a, that's why I feel you're taking the point a different level because I'm just talking about these particular players in their yeah. case. Because no other player like them on the field right now. Is like, but if, if, if Beckham got hurt, like, the Giants would be awful. They'd be competitive still. If Phil Rivers got hurt I today, I if, if Phil Rivers tears the ACL in preseason, they're done. They're going to they're gonna be a top 10 worst team in the NFL. I don't know if I agree with the Giants. Beckham gets hurt, the Giants would be serviceable. Because their offense is awful last year. All right, but but no, they have, he, they have, they have enough defensive it's players. It's just easier to re- to, to to replace a, a position player like yeah, that, as opposed to a quarterback who has to literally yeah. learn and know the entire You're offense. Right about like, that. So I think they're more and then go out there and execute. And my next part is that but with the, the unlimited reps, but the you know, way so, Beckham scores, you're not asking the quarterback to throw 30 yard routes, 40, 25 yard goal route. He's catching five yard passes and runs the end zone. Like that's my thing. He's not making the most. He's not being thrown the most difficult route packages. He can run them all. But that still separates him from the average wide receiver who necessarily... So say you replace him, that average wide receiver is not going to break that five-yard run for a 60-yard touchdown. Like, he's not going to do that. But somebody like Odell can do that, and that's going to separate you in any game. Like, that, that's exactly. a game-breaker. Exactly. That's why, that's why I thought he should yeah, be so, on Yeah, so, yeah. I, know, I can totally understand. AJ Green yeah. went down on the Bengals, right? He's not a little back on me. Tyler Boyd came in. Man, you're right. He's not. But he wasn't no, even leading the receiver, though. When he got winning out. He's not. He's a great player. He's not. He's still a great player. Great player. And they, they inserted Tyler Boyd. never heard of him. He was, he was able to get like five touchdown catches. And him and Andy Dolan aren't, make that much, aren't making that much of a difference in money. I think Dolan's are like 20, maybe 19. And greens at like 15. So they at least recognize My next that. point is that these guys, because the league is so invested in quarterbacks, there's so many rules to keep them safe. David Johnson and Oda Beckham and Antonio Brown, they get the ball so much. It's like, I'm not, as an owner, I'm not investing that much money in these guys who probably going to get hurt because I'm asking them to do so much. Which is what the argument is on the flip side. But you so. can't say about quarterback. Quarterback is a high injury rate also, it seems like. A lot of quarterbacks, you can pencil in five quarterbacks a year and get Torn ACL or something. Torn ACL quarterbacks? Derek Carr, Tannehill, Mariota, 
Dolan with the thumb last year. You're right. I think Ben always gets hurt. I mean, Palmer always gets hurt. But there's, rules, gets hurt. but there's rules in place to protect like, him, though. Russell Wilson got hurt last year. But there's rules in place to protect him the scam most. Scam got beat up. <laughs> scam. That, that's what was old. That's what was old. Scam. See, I called scam. You're a hater. See, I called that boy scam. You're a hater. But like I was saying, but like so, I guess the main case would be Le'Veon Bell. He's holding out right now. He is. And Not reported. He's holding out for at least equivalent money to Big Ben. I feel like. Mm. Which, if you look at his stats, he had twelve thousand. And this is with missing the first three games. Yes, he had one thousand two hundred sixty-eight yards yep. rushing, seven Very touchdowns, impressive. and seventy-five catches. Very impressive. But six hundred sixty-eight yards, two touchdowns. Big Ben more important team. Is he? Yes. Because we've seen them. See, and see, that, that's a tough argument because at the end of the day, you you bell goes down, you still have a passing attack. Yeah, you, you still have AB. You, you still, still have AB. So all the Steelers really have to do is just change their plan of attack. Now you just turn into a passing team as opposed to having a reliable rusher and a pass catcher. I don't think back Big there. Bang can carry that shoulder of passing the rock the way I think he used to. At this age, at this, yeah. That's what I'm saying. At this age, I don't think they had without, like, even last at year. At this point, at even last today year. here in 2017, Le'Veon Bell is more valuable than yes, Big Ben. That's what I'm talking about. That is a fact. Why not? Why not? Not because Le'Veon Bell, I heard, right, the turns are passing game. But can Big Ben carry that shoulder? Big Ben is not good Big Ben is more prone to get hurt when he has to turn to those type of attacks. I even said Big Ben even has more passing room to throw because of Le'Veon Bell. Okay, but Big Ben, Big Ben's still good enough to win you games in the regular season. You'll be, you'll be competitive. You'll win games. I'm not saying you'll be competitive. You'll win I'm, games. I'm, I'm but if Big Ben goes down, who's the backup, who's backup quarterback? Uh, um, what's that guy? Uh, Landry. Uh, yeah, Landry. Landry Jones. Yeah, Landry Jones. Landry Jones. I would say this. I'm about to say Jones, the, the, the Steelers' record would be better if they lost Le'Veon Bell than what if they then it would be they lost Big, Big Ben. They would have worse record if they lost Big Ben for the season rather than Le'Veon Bell. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, we've uh, seen that, it. That's, that's what Le'Veon Bell, what Le'Veon Bell does for that team. Because you have a you have a backup by Daniel, if you have a backup by Daniel Williams, like you're losing. Okay, you're, you're losing Le'Veon Bell, but you're still getting production. Not everyone's backup by Daniel Williams though. Okay. He was a great player. But there's but you know what? Every fucking week, some people have someone gets hurt. Like, every every week, some positional player gets hurt, right. and, they, and, and they the put in comes and the backup comes and kills it. And we saw it. We saw it a lot last and year. They kill it a lot. Okay. When you put a backup quarterback, they don't they don't kill it. They 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 do their job. It's like yeah. okay. They maintain the, the ship. They maintain the ship. But these thing. backups come in, they're like, Perspective where it came in for fucking Jamal Charles. Shh. Fucking your boy from Jordan Howard from Chicago. CJ Prosite. CJ Prosite, yeah. <laughs> Every team has a guy who's like, just waiting to play. Like, he's, he's, he's good, but he's not better than the guy in front of him. Spencer Ware can do it for a whole season, though, like Le'Veon Bell. These numbers that that's Le'Veon different. Bell put up. No that's one different, numbers, right. No one has the numbers that David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell. But you know what? They can. That's the difference. They're not Le'Veon Bell because, right. Daniel Williams can't play at Le'Veon Bell for the entire season, but at moments he can. At right. no point can the backup of Kubi play at, 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 at Big Ben's best. Like the backup, what's what the backup? Maybe Joe won one game for them. He did win a couple. He games. did win a couple games. For he them. won a couple games, but like he he didn't no he didn't win games for them. He maintained a ship that's already a good team. He maintained right. a ship in the right course. He got through the the patches, right? Okay. He, he, he didn't win a game for them. Of course, he's not going to be a big Ben, but he didn't have a, he, he never had chances. He, he, he can still try. He can still try water. There's never a time where, was, where the team was like, okay, um, go out there and win a game for us. AB don't got it today. Le'Veon Bell don't got it today. You go out there and win a game for us. When does Le'Veon Bell not have it though? There's a couple games when he's hurt. There's a couple games when he didn't score. There's a couple games when he didn't score. There's a couple games when he didn't have 100 yards. He didn't have 100 yards. What game was that? I didn't see it on the He didn't have 100 yards and two touchdowns every game, right? He affected every game. I'll say that much. He affected every game. Who had Le'Veon Bell on the road? Big Ben's not going on the road. Le'Veon Bell is good on the road. I'm sure there's some games he gave you like eight. 
I'm sorry, very few, very few between. Even David Johnson last year. He did it like once. Exactly. Even David Johnson gave me like two games where like no, he had 10 points. All right. Happened twice. I feel you. Like, it happens. But I. You guess the Ravens? Honestly, these guys. Yeah, you put in the backup quarterback to Eli Manning. The backup for the Giants didn't play a game like eight years. Eli Manning never missed a game. You know what's special? You did. Yeah. Yeah. Because you put in the backup quarterback to Eli Manning. The Giants didn't play a game like eight years. Eli Manning never missed a game. You Yeah. You put Geno Smith. Yeah, that's a perfect example. You put Geno Smith in for the fucking Giants. They ain't they ain't doing that well. Geno's gonna come in there looking wide eyed. You know, <laughs> with that Giants O line, no one else even. That's why you think Odell Beckham is so good for that team because you can just think of just think of the top of the dome last year, the Ravens game, that Patriots game. But with that won, bad offensive line, perfect the Cowboys with game. With that bad offensive line, how many games did Odell Beckham have where he just the only person that even scored for the Giants? But with that bad offensive line, the only reason why Eli even gets plays off because he's fucking intelligent. He's making mad pre-snap calls. Boom. I see this, that, that covers, this covers, this covers. That, that gives him the no, time. Only one person can even do that. That though. Eli Manning doesn't. That gives him the time to no. throw the ball to Beckham Jr. You put Gino Smith in the game, he ain't doing the fucking the pre-read. Certainly not. Hi, boom. <laughs> All right. You're making a, a five-yard slant. That's not even possible right now. Like, All right. The plays Beckham scores on, a lot of them are slants or no, 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 quick You're right. They're quick routes. Eli Manning not throwing. He's not recreating new passes. protection, though. That's all protection. Like, all right, switch this player. Gino don't know any of that. Oh, he knows height. Height. That's all Gino knows. It's height. Oh, he knows height. Oh my god. Nah, that was good. That was hilarious. <laughs> only the, in five years of quarterback. It's always crazy. crazy. <laughs> Yo. On that legit. note, we gonna wrap up the alternative facts setting with that. That was a great topic though by y'all. Oh, I, I like that because you know, I, I did see a lot when it came oh, to, man. you know, valuing the, what type of player you're going to value when it comes to your football organization. So, you know, it was a great argument, great debate. And on that note, we wrap up our Alternative Facts segment. We're going to take our second 20-second timeout, and we'll be back with Combs and a law firm of mediocrity. It's past their palm. Stay with us. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Pastor Prime Podcast. This is our segment where, uh, called Law Firm Mediocrity, where, you know, my two hosts, John Walters, Mr. Coles here, will nominate two burgers, and I will look at their resume, and then decide if I want to put them in the law firm. Uh, I think by now everyone knows it's just the, the Law Firm Mediocrity. I see people sending yeah. me stuff. You my boys hit me up the, some nominations of people. Be confident you're I, I see you on Twitter sending me stuff. It's for the new list. You know, they gotta, you know, be confident yourself, man. People know you are. Be confident. You know, all, everyone, and of course, <laughs> you know, I hate that. And of course, everyone that wants to send in their own law firm mediocrity person, uh, hit us up on Twitter, Pastor Prime 5. Or hit me on Twitter, Combs914. Or Instagram, Pastor Prime 5. You already know. But, fellas, start with John Walter today, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna keep a battle rap. Okay, okay. Uh, he be- he just battled. I think they battled yesterday. 29th they battled whatever whatever event that was. That Smack had Supreme, some Supreme. And uh, he a young boy, you know what I'm saying? But he just really like he's nice, but he's not as nice as he thinks he is, mm-hmm. and he's not as nice as everybody else thinks he is. Mm-hmm. But he nice though, like he good. Yeah, he's, he was. Yeah, he's, he's, but that's he why. He was one good solid, solid crowd. You know, and, and hence why we hand the low for mediocrity. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he's, yep, he's, yep. It's it's chess. I'm man chess. 
Young boy. He be having balls, but yesterday, man, I heard he got smoked by JC. Really? Smoked. Ooh. Like, smoked. That's no point now. Like, three old body bags zip it up. Damn. Like, had no no chance. Oof. Had the hair out and all that. Damn. Still not a good look. Oh. But my thing is, he's in the law firm because, like, I was really looking at his most recent battles, and it's just like, I'm going down the resume, and it's just nothing but L's. It's just mad L's. And it's bad L's. So we're going to start with DNA. Mm -hmm. Got smoked by DNA. Mm-hmm. Got smoked by Av. Facts. Got smoked by Rock. Facts. And got smoked by JC last night. That's facts. So it's just like, bro, you you looking? That's old. That those are bad. That's mm -hmm. a bad sweep. Like 0 and 4. That's bad. What nine O's? Twelve O? About twelve. Yeah. That's twelve O. Snazzy. Like you literally got three O'd in all of those losses. Like you ain't take one round. Ah, then maybe you got a round against Rock. You got the first against Rock. That's I'll true. Give, I'll give you that one. But you still got body bag. So that's why my man, you in the law from mediocrity. Damn, one of the young gunners for Smack White and URL TV. He's Mr. still nice though. Like, he's still, he's still of course, nice, we're gonna like. see Chess on, I'm sure every card. Majority, of I think the, he's on. Um, it's Smack's fault. Smack be giving him battles that are way over his head. Like right. he, he should like, how we got JC? Like, well, you know, it seems like Smack likes to save his money. It seems like <laughs> he's not booking the best talent. Get him, get him, get him for the cheap. You know, even for chess for the cheap, that's what you get, the cheap. <laughs> but I, I enjoy chess personally. Even though you're right, John Walters, he has been... It's just a streak of L's ain't bad. A streak of L's I mean, it ain't just, good. Like, especially in battle rap. It's tough. It's tough. But he gonna, like you said, he gonna keep getting booked. Like you said, there's a lot of good battle rappers out there that Smack could go to or to turn to. But you know, chess seems to be on every card. Whether it be double team, and Miles, uh, Miles just whether it be me, double impact with him and Steam. No, that, that's when he's at his best. And Miles just told me, just literally just texted me right now, told me to throw in T-Top. Oh. I'm not going to throw in T-Top only because Facts. his little two-on-two -two battle him and Briz, he was cooking. He was cooking. So he was cooking. If he's to stay with that, maybe that's what Chess needs to do. Just stay on the two-on-twos, you and Steams. Like, I'll, I'll just rock out. I, nah, I fuck with Steams. Steams, okay. Steams is nice. Steams I like Steams. He in a like pause. He in a quiet taste, but like, Facts. once you get used to, once you get that sound, his voice out of your head, like, mm -hmm. and you just hear the bars, like, Steve is nice. One thing I'll say about the was it Cake Life? Cake. They have been body in a lot of battles. <laughs> that they're not in. That's the funny thing about Cake Life. Between chess, themes, and cake life, the whole Facts. slogan. They have been using a lot of punchlines. Yeah. And body and some very good punchlines too, actually. True. So, but yes, I think I do agree with you. Chess is a uh, a member of the law firm mediocrity. Unless Cole got something great for us. You got somebody Cole? <sighs> no, I had one. Yeah, I had one. But then I just came up with one too. You, you know what? I don't know it's better. I I was gonna roast the chopped cheese, but you know. Nah, time to roast that. Nah, time to roast it. Nah, See, this is where I, I you come my courtroom. You come my 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 courtroom. You always come my you always come my courtroom and say something crazy. I'm going I'm going to roast it, but I'm gonna go with my original state, my original uh, candidate. I'm not I'm not I don't anyone I'll get what I'm saying confused. I'm not throwing French Montana in the law firm. I'm throwing an album. He just looked out. That bullshit jungle crap. Jungle rules. Jungle rules. It's an hour and twenty and four minutes of crap. Actually, no, it's not. It's an hour and slightly under an hour crap because I forget it was fire. So that's one go off, and the rest of it is just just garbage. Garbage. Yeah, Joey Pharrell was fire too. Joey Pharrell. And I, I mean, he had right. a couple joints that you could couple, pick out. Couple My joints. Thing is he had like twenty-four joints. This eighteen <laughs> songs and shit. Oh, it's eighteen. Yeah, right? yeah. Eighteen yeah, songs of of of, of, of doo doo. 
that that hot steaming dog poop that people don't clean up. No, no, that, I say what that song with Max B, Max Bigavelli. Come on, Max Bigavelli. Max is better than that. It's hard. Max is better than that. It has better potential, I guess, when you yes. talk about the people who are on the track. Max is yeah, better yeah. than that. Exactly. When I see Max B on that, I, I ran that song. I ain't like Max's, Max's verse. I that. didn't. He could have a better weekend verse, too, I think. Gotcha. You could have had a better verse. Yeah. Mm. This song was just mediocre. The song was in general, general was mediocre. I've heard a lot of weekend features like that where weekends a verse leading it off. And he kills it. He kills it. He didn't kill his one. Didn't then, you, then you wasted Quavo in that bullshit Migo Montana song. <laughs> Quavo here killing, giving he got some mad features and shit. Young Thug, Ti, Future, we'll Quavo, Williams, Quavo Williams, album, Travis though. Scott. No, he did not. Weekend, we're gonna talk about that. Sway next. Lee, Chinks, like that's all you guys. All you gave me. You know what? Me, uh, the uh, French Montana. The problem I felt in this album was that he didn't. He lost the New York touch. I feel like he didn't have that that strip club banger. Pop that. He didn't have that, that New York realness um, in his album. He didn't have, he didn't worry about nothing. That greediness. That, that gritty. That gritty. Those New York street records, street anthems. Exactly. He didn't have, he had none of those in his album. He was so, mad Hollywood in his song, yeah. mad dancing. I'm trying to catch a vibe. Like a hood version of, of a More Life. It was like yeah, a, no, a, a hooded version. Pop catch a tune. Like this is a real pop popish album for Exactly. And that's my problem with Fandle Tannis. I do agree with you in his law firm. It was a little more hood than More Life, but it wasn't what I was doing just want me to. For, for Mr. You know, he French. is Drake's biggest uh, prop, you know. <laughs> Drake, <Yeah>. more <laughs> surprised, like, surprised more like was on the album. Too. Was on album. I'm surprised too, actually. It seems like they've become very good buddies. And, I don't know. They had one song, they didn't make the album. What, no shopping or shopping or something. Remember the golf, the golf course looking like clowns? Two light-skinned niggas on the, on well, the golf course. Speaking of bad albums. Well, not speaking of bad albums. Let's reverse from bad albums. A man that was put in the law firm mediocrity. Yeah, yeah. Previously, yeah. John Walters guy. Yeah. Meek Millie. This man, Meek Mill, has put out a solid. And when you put him in the law firm, I did say he has a chance to leave the law firm. Oh yeah. If he just gives us good music, quality music, and and stays true to what he does well with the flow and the energy and the, the good intros. Now he delivered. So, you anything to say about your boy Meek Millie coming out the law firm? Man, you, I know man, you. you already, I know you heard wins losses twice, probably three times. Man, now. I heard that on the first day. I heard it about five times. To mm. date, I'm, that's about upward of fifty-five times. But now that album is certified fire, Meek definitely came back with a vengeance. I appreciated the bars. I see the growth and his bars, his delivery, all of that. Uh, I personally rated the album a seven and a half or an eight out of ten. I think you, you can't go wrong either or. But I mean, I got some haters to my to my right that would disagree. Wow, am I a hater now? Why yeah, am I you a hater? hater? Everyone does hate me. You know why he's a hater? And I'll be I'll be the one to say why you a hater. I'm a hater because he says that Two Chains album is better than Meek's album. Mm. Why the hate though? I love Two Chains. I love Two Chains album. That don't mean I don't care if you love it. But I like Meek's album though. So why is it hate? I'm saying I like it. I'm You're saying it's a good album. Critical of Meek's song it seems like. I like it. There's no differences. See, this is what, this is what difference is. I like it. Y'all love it. So y'all can't even say, you, you can't accept someone else that doesn't love it. They, me say I like you, like, oh, that's hate. Nigga, it, it's good then. What you want me to do? What, what, at, what, first you said it was, at first you said it was six and a half. That was what they said. Six to seven. Six, six and a half to seven. Six and a half to seven, I think. I'm giving more, I'm giving more than I'm, seven and a half. You said six and a half. I'm going, wild, wild, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I, I'm, not giving, I'm not giving it an eight, though. I ain't giving it an eight. You gone too far, bitch. You gone too far. You gone too far. Whatever, man. At the end of the day, it's not better than song. It's not better than Pretty Girls like, like Trap. It's not better than it. What'd you say? Yeah, it's not better than Pretty Girls Love Trap. What was the first thing you said? 
That's what I said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you get lost in your gibberish. Like, That's literally what I said. You get lost in your mumbo jumbo. The two things. You're saying a lot of nonsense over there, Cole. Exactly. The two things. You know what? You know what problem with you with musicals? We didn't do the whole Kyle rant last two episodes ago, and now you want to jump on two. It seems like you like the party music a lot. That's my Dude, thing. You love the turn up music. So if you love turn up music and the feel good music and catching vibes, of but because he likes be it better is why he says chains. it's better. Yeah, that, of course, two chains will. That doesn't make it better just because you like it more. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make it better. You like? I, I like it better. I like it more. It doesn't make it doesn't make it better because you like it more. Why is why is why is your it's opinion better more, together? Why is your opinion worth more in my opinion? Why come? How come you like? On song? another podcast, we are gonna break down why, like, because it's the elements of why one is a better album than the other. No, I think like, the elements, musical elements. No, I think of course, of course. Because what are you what looking it? for? Because the only thing you're looking for is hits. hits. Like I said, and I, and I said during the week, Monday through Friday, Friday money. Monday through Friday, 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 Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Not even Sunday. That's the Lord. Not even his day. I give two chains. 4 a.m. Maybe you like to turn up. I can turn up 24 7. What? I might have turn up 24 7. I'm just going to listen to two chains. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yo, Judge, hold him in contempt. Yeah. Hold him in contempt. Get about it. It's my guy right there. I didn't like Two Chainz album. Do you see, you make it sound like we don't like Two Chainz album. But that's see, a problem. that's different. Like the way I'm saying it's hey, people, you say I love it. You like it though. This is reverse. I like Meek Mill's album. I said it was fire. I said Two Chainz album was fire. It is fire. I said that. I said that. You just say it, but you, you still say Meek Mill. So don't say I'm hating on it. It is better. It is better, Meek Mill. It is. But we'll talk about that on another podcast. We'll talk about it on another podcast. This is law firm. Um, yes, I'm gonna throw chess in there. You know, because he deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it's it. It's time for him to step up. You heard Top the resume. He deserves it. That's what deserves it. Watch your mouth. I'm not saying it's bad. Don't ever go I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. So how you? How you? Okay, no, no, we're not good. I'm sorry. It's not cheesesteak. How are you throwing it? Who's comparing it to a cheesesteak? Well, how are you comparing chopped cheese to a cheesesteak? Like it. It's not a cheesesteak. It's trademark infringement. Order in the court. It's trademark infringement. It's trademark infringement. That's what it is. Yo, it's a cheesesteak comes from a it's a Philly legend. Know what it is? Know what it, know what it is? You got Rocky and cheesesteaks. Know what it, what's that? What's that white <laughs> guy? What's that white guy on a um on a VH1 show? The uh, the DJ. What's his name again? Love and hip hop, the white guy. Love and hip hop on Drewski. Yeah. Well, he did that. Wait, what's that part he did? Um, he did Henny Pluza. Um, he did Pizza Pluza or something like that, right? What did he do? Some bullshit. He did some bullshit. It was the same thing, but the same concept. He just, he just, oh, he just tweaked it a little bit. I don't like that. It's too close. It's okay. too close. Give us one second here. Our engineer wants to interlude. Our engineer got something to say. What's up, brother? For the record, it's not a fucking cheesesteak. It's a Much chopped up cheeseburger. On I didn't say it was a cheesesteak. Hence why it's called a chopped cheese. I didn't it's say. It's two different things. It's too close, more like it. Just it's too close. It's just so you know. It's too close. Someone and you're in also Philly. talking about Pizza Zoo. Yes, Pizza Zoo. Yes, that's some bullshit. Thank you, Dad. That's that boy right there. That's that boy. All I know is that. All I know is that someone from Philly came out and had, had, had a um, chopped cheese. They would say, this ain't cheesesteak. Because it's not a cheesesteak. I know that's cheesesteak. I know it's not. just said it. I know it's not cheesesteak. They would compare it though. Why would you order a chopped cheese? Why would you order a steak sandwich? Because if you explain it to If you explain it to someone, right? If you explain it to someone, what if you want a cheesesteak? You're explaining it incorrectly. Why would you order a steak sandwich? Because then they wouldn't order Yo, chop, they wouldn't order chopped cheese exactly. and, and feel the seed if, if you explain the it correctly. Version of it. I'm not saying the same thing. I say the same thing. Person. And where do you even get the chopped cheese from? Some place in Harlem. I flashed the name of it. I actually looked it up. 
I did my research, Cole. You did research. I did research. <laughs> Yo, get out of my court. Get out of my court. Get out of my court. Google it. This guy Google Jump G. Google it. But E cosigned it though. But E cosigned it though. Yelping Jump G. The person got it. Yo, you everything. I yelp everything. The guy yelp everything. We I as a consumer. You got to. I had I had a consumer. This is bodega. This is bodega. This guy. You got to go to. I know who it is. Yeah, reviews. Man, Haji was in the back reading on the sandwich. Reading on the sandwich. This guy. Comparing an establishment. No, no, I'm not comparing it. All I'm saying is that it's very close to what a cheesesteak is supposed to be. It's very close. It's like a New York all version right, of it. Alright, alright. And it's too okay. close for my liking. I see what you try to do. I hear you. You try to take the cheesesteak. I see you try. You should have some no, tip a little not. bit. I see no. what you try to do. We have steak sandwiches. They have cheesesteaks. Do everything. I no, do you see how it started? I I, I read it somewhere like the guy didn't have a hoagie. He didn't, the guy someone wanted a cheesesteak. He had a hoagie, so he made this up. That's what that's what happened. That's how it started. This is always oh prison food. <laughs> it's always prison food. <laughs> it's always like a hood meal. Yeah, order in the court. Order in the court. It's a hood classic. Chopped cheese started in prison, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. All I'm saying is some hood that nigga came from his Google. Some <laughs> some, some hood nigga wanted the cheesesteak. He didn't have a hoagie, so he put so he was like, "Type a bunch of now." He chopped it up. Oh my god! And made this order in the court. <laughs> order in the court. Before we went off the rails, right there, it seems like all the way off the rails. Uh, we got chess in the law firm mediocrity. That's a guaranteed one. Chopped cheese is definitely not the law firm mediocrity. That's another one of your food opinions by yourself, along with IHOP. Trash, <laughs> trash.com. What was he doing? He threw. Um, you were, I should, I should, I should make one say called trash.com. You have chopped cheese. I have. You had something else also. I think New York breakfast. New York breakfast. All that. Go to trash.com. Yep. Watch out for that URL. Whenever you want to see some trash yeah. food, go to trash.com. I suggest you not where to go. All I'm gonna say is if you have a food establishment, <laughs> this guy Coles walks in. Watch out. You're on alert. That's all I'm gonna say. Give me your finest you sandwich. You're on alert. And and that is the law for a mediocrity section. Uh, when we come back, we'll have the pastor prime candidates and all that other good stuff. Wanna see me fall, and I will never sell my soul. Almost some shit that they ain't seen before. Dream chasing, catching all my goals. And I don't need these hoes. I'm getting money, me and all my woes. Play with me, you know it's all I want. Young niggas going on. We're back with the pastor prime segment where my host here. Will nominate a player, person, coach, actor, actress from whatever walk of life who is just not, they just not doing it anymore. They just not doing, they're just not doing their business up to par. So, episode 15, who's gonna give me their first PTP candidate? I'll go first. You know, I'll keep on the football schedule since camp started this week and with pads on and everything at least. You know, and I was watching camps on Saturday and there's one guy that stood out, you know. We talk about Odell Beckham a lot from LSU, Jarvis Landry from LSU, but there's a third guy in that trio who's definitely not as good as those two. There's a man named Jeremy Hill down in, down in uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Well, at this point in his career, you know, had three good, had, well, let's say he had a, a very good rookie season. Yeah. 1,000 yards on touchdowns, 11 touchdowns a sophomore year. You know, last year he was uh, struggling a lot, looked a little slower. Only 834 rushing yards, nine touchdowns. <clears throat> but um, this year, you know, he comes into camp. It said the weight problem looks like, mm -hmm. um, and the emergence of Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, which everyone is raving about. I was gonna say I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up because you know, I know. There's I some know. fancy guys in there. <laughs> some fancy guys in there. But you know, this guy Joe Mixon, the the birds are chirping. 
And and that's what the rave about Cincinnati Bengals camp seems to be about. Um, and Jeremy Hill seems to be the forgotten guy because you know you got Gio Bernard for the passing catches, mm -hmm. for the passing downs, and you got Joe Mixon, who seems like he's gonna be the takeover for every day down work. He's gonna be that guy, and that leaves Jeremy Hill for maybe maybe goal line, maybe spelling. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like, and it's a contract year for Jeremy Hill, you know, and I think. He will be one of those running backs that are just that might go to the next, uh, might go to the Jets next year or another one of those struggling teams just to get a contract. And I think Jeremy might be toast. I don't want to say it, but it's not looking good for no, that, the, that certainly the is third not amigo first. from the LSU trio I feel that came out of that draft class. Because Jarvis Landry and Beckham will get some big, big checks, mm -hmm. big checks on the way for them. But for Jeremy Hill, you know, it's, it's not looking too too good right now. Now he could prove me wrong. He could have a hell of a season this year. Tell young Buck Joe Mixon to hold on, I got this. But I don't think he is. You know what I'm saying? They lost one of their good uh, guards and Kevin Zietler. They lost, uh, you know, you got Andy Dolan coming back. They lost some other weapons on the outside. But I don't know about Jeremy Hill, man. I don't know. I was going to throw Doug Martin in there. but Jeremy. Oh, no, not yet. Yeah, I was, I was, I was looking at uh, between Dougie and he does Jeremy. Have, he, does, he, too, does have a tough situation. That's what I'm saying. Too. He That's does have I'm a saying. tough situation. But until this season is done, I, I'm not going to throw Doug in there. Not yet. Dougie and, and, and Jeremy, and I chose Jeremy because okay. it seems like Jerry, Jerry, uh, Joe Mixon is yeah. on the way to, to, I don't want to say start him, but he may have had that Le'Veon Bell mold catching, I, running. He's looking real good. I, I see it. I do see it. Yeah, I, I, he's a real good player, Oklahoma. And he he was a first round talent, but due to the all field incident, he uh, dropped in the draft. But mm -mm -mm. you know, I think the Bengals got a steal here, in the, I think the second round they took him. So Jeremy Hill, you're my pastor prime candidate. I like it. And you're on the list, buddy. <laughs> Mr. Coles, brother Coles. Ah, uh, this one's gonna sting. Uh, this thing, yeah, it's gonna sting him actually. He, I think he's, <laughs> he's gonna, gonna, gonna he, he's gonna, gonna definitely sting. It's him. gonna hurt him more than it hurts me, Mr. Walters. But Mr. Daniel Cormier. <laughs> I think that kick to the head stung enough. I think the kick in the head <laughs> is your is your passport to retirement. That's what it is, my friend. Take the clue. You got knocked into You it. had a you had you know what? It's no disrespect at all. No disrespect. Let's 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 actually acknowledge him for being a great fighter. No, we did. You're yeah. the second best late heavyweight of all time. Mm -hmm. Nineteen and two. You're nineteen and two. You're you you the second best, you just can't beat. The best. Second best light heavyweight of all time and a top 10 fighter of all time. Possibly. Top 10, yes. And at this point, you're 38. What are you going to do? Go back down the, lot, not, not, um, not, go back down the ladder and try to become more contender again and lose, a, lose a, the fucking John Jones again? We don't want to see that. We don't want to see that, kid. Not at all. You gave your best effort. You came in, you look a little, look a little, look a little you're better shape, a little more trim. You still got your head knocked in next week, all right? <laughs> right now, it's Sunday. You're on Wednesday already. All right, my man? You're a great comment. You're a great commentator. Mm -hmm. You you're very uh, knowledgeable. You speak well. Just to slide to the right. Slide to the broadcast booth, my brother. Because this fight game, it's not in you no more. You cutty. You out. Romo. It ain't in you no more. Cutler. Not Cormier. <laughs> yeah. Not Cormier. Early retirement. It's not early, man. It's well deserved. Well deserved. You're right. You're right. 
Yeah, no, well he, got, he, he, he had a hell of a career. Right. He, had, he had a hell of a career. You already a meme. You crying over here and shit. Out there. You can't yeah, go up to your set to cry yeah, today. That's tough, yeah. Every time you go up, there's no crying in UFC. If you're the master, <laughs> all niggas gonna see you crying in the mind. Look at this cry baby. Yeah. Mm. It's a bad way to go out, but hey, you still had a still had a great career. Yeah, of course, of course. Still had a great career, my man. So that's my that's my candy. Get this little chubby nigga out of here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Charles Barkley UFC. Get that's John Jones, the 206-pound champion. That's John, John <laughs> That's funny. Team. I didn't even know he said that. So for episode 15, we got Jeremy Hill and Daniel Cormier. I mean, I think it's only right that we go with Cormier, being that, yeah. you know, that fight happened yesterday. We we, actually, we, we actually we saw the demise of mm -hmm. Daniel Cormier. Like, true, we saw true, the true. ending. Like, Facts. So, you know, with that being said, that's an easy one. Episode 15, Daniel Cormier, welcome to the Pastor Prime Lounge, sir. So with that, we wrap up another episode of the Pastor Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Dub. Your boy, Combs. It's your boy, Coles. We out here. NWO. Got the tank top on, man. You 40. You can follow me at Dubs on Deck on Instagram and Twitter. Your boy, Combs914 on Instagram and Twitter. I got both of them. Yeah. Oh, you he got gave, both of them now? gave up. Oh, look at Put them in the headlock. Check you out. You got Combs down for an old platform. Give us a Cormier special. Put them in the chokehold. Give the Cormier special. The Ken Shamrock. <laughs> okay. I'll go say the ankle lock, but yes, on your playing on from last night, yeah. He got kicked in the head. Not the night of it. Okay. Boy. You can follow me on Instagram, Marcus underscore, underscore Costanza, and Twitter, Clooney Clobane. And as always, you can follow the podcast. It's <clears throat> part of me. I got. Yeah. I lost my voice last night, so I know I, throughout this entire podcast, I sounded a little hoarse. Yeah, so part of me. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? This guy. A little bit. I had a nice little Saturday. But um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pastor Prime. You can follow us on Instagram at Pastor Prime Five. And like I said, any business inquiries, any questions, comments, concerns, law firm candidates, um. Pastor Prime candidates, you can send that to PastorPrime5 at gmail.com and also uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud. For Pastor Prime, I'm your host Dub and we out of here. Till they came and shackled you Felons on your record So them jobs ain't getting back at you Them kids ain't eat yet So you can't even sleep yet That's the only thing we ever saw We repeat that They was playing ball Fought them hard Said I'd be back Broad day Threw his life away Soon as he clapped